we're, we got two hot seats tonight. Yes. Oh, we got. Thank you. Yes, Miss Olivia Curry and Miss mm-hmm. Summer Lynn. Yes. Welcome to the round table. Welcome to the, I'm not going to say red table. It's the brown table top. <laughs> it's the brown table with a lot it of water is the on the top. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's one of those things that we, we spoke with uh, Jessica McCaskill earlier, and she talked about you ladies. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you're coming into the women's sport of boxing. And not a lot of people like women's boxing, but we work it. I want to get your feel. I'm going to get it off the bat. Why, Summer Lynn, first yes. of all, why did you get into this crazy world of sports? Well, first off, I was really bad at other sports, like every <laughs> other thing you can think of. <laughs> so I started off with doing um, jiu-jitsu, uh, mm-hmm. judo, and wrestling. And then one day I took, I did a pancreation tournament. Which a is what? A pancreation tournament. So it's like MMA for kids, basically. Oh, okay. So you could punch from the neck down. And afterwards, I was like, you know what? Yeah, Dad, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, we have to wait until you're a little bit older, until you're a little bit older. And I was about like 11. And then my dad took me to all kinds of different gyms and took me to body shot boxing. And mm-hmm. I've never left. Been there since nine, 11. Line, nine, yeah, nine you, years now. You've been training with Rick Ramos for, since nine years old, and mm-hmm. now you're 20. Yeah, uh, 11 years old, and now I'm 20. Oh, so, yeah, I've been nine years. Oh, I can't believe you, you've stuck it out this long. I know, right? <laughs> what, about, what is it about boxing that you, you love? I like how it's just like a big chess game. It's mm. nothing like, so what we were talking about earlier about MMA, like it's kind of you could rest and you guys could hold each other and you guys kind of don't know what anybody's going to throw. But in boxing, you know what they're going to throw. They're gonna throwing the exact same combinations you know, mm-hmm. but how they're going to do it and how what sp- speed are they going to do it in. And so it's just, it's like a mind game. I love puzzle games, so this is kind of like a puzzle game in a way. It's the way you have to put everything together and kind of, you're the only one there. So let me guess, are you good at Rubik's Cubes? No. (laughs) (laughs) I like puzzles. (laughs) I usually, so, or chess? Do you play chess? No, I have no idea what chess is. I don't know how to play it. Oh, I thought you meant you didn't know. <laughs> okay, I know We're going to send her a chess board. I have okay. a really oh my cool God. chess board. We're going to send it to you. All right. Okay. I'll learn how to play it for you. For sure. All right. And <laughs> Olivia Curry. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I, and I did this to Terry Harper when I first interviewed her. I go, I don't even see you as a boxer. I thought, I'm like, I thought you were a school teacher. And she's like, I was a school teacher. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm, but, I'm also um, definitely a nerd. So. Oh, and, and, and we love that. You are uh, also in the Muay Thai. You're an instructor and an amateur champion in, in your own right and also a boxer. Why did you get in this sport, girl? Well, the Muay Thai <laughs> came first. And honestly, it was a fluke. I think I had seen like, the movie Ongbok and I was mm. I was already in college by the time I even had any idea about martial arts at all. I took a you know fitness Muay Thai class mm. at the local gym. They had a student discount. And then like once you have your first fight, it kind of like all goes downhill from there. You know, you get addicted to it. You yeah. get it's a high risk, high reward kind of sport. And eventually Muay Thai um, kind of ran its course, uh, especially because of my size, but also there's just not a lot of women doing it. Right. Wait, wait, when your size, your height? My height, my weight. How um, tall are you? I'm So I'm about 5'10", and Bad. I fight at middleweight. And um, Muay Thai, there's just a lot more... Smaller, you know, shorter. Tiny, tiny Like tiny us. Ladies. Mm-hmm. Short. I like that you guys have in, that in common. You have sort of these fine-tuned eyes with you with judo mm-hmm. and with uh, jiu-jitsu and wrestling. With you, you're also a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So going back over to you, how do you think that that martial arts training has 
fine-tunes you as a fighter in terms of discipline because it takes a lot of discipline oh, to do those things and then I'll ask the same to you as a filmmaker because your eye sees things that the regular person doesn't see so, so like people my age are like going out and doing all kinds of different things and I'm sitting here and I have this level of like sport that I have to put all my all into it and I have to make sure that I'm the best I could be and I can't do those certain things so I'll be like nah I'm gonna go to bed at like eight o'clock that's what I usually do it's, but it's like it gives you, oh yeah, yeah no like it's definitely kept me out of trouble has kept me like my head straight on um giving me something to do every single day which is pretty good I get to talk to people and hang out with everybody so I mean it's just kept me focused what I like, I saw on Rick Ramos's YouTube page when they were doing a video on you, a montage, <laughs> and your friends would say, oh, we want to go out with her, but yeah. we understand that, okay, she has a fight. But they don't really understand the sacrifice that you no, have to actually right. put. No one does, unless Nobody you are an does. actual fighter. Yes. And when when they see you holding, or when they see your hand raised, they're like, oh my God, now we understand why she couldn't go out to dinner. Mm -hmm. Especially when they want to go out and you're oh, like, yeah. trying to cut weight. Oh my God. Oh, I get so <laughs> mad. Like, trying so to cut carbs right now is hard. <laughs> Very true. What does a filmmaker eye see that a regular person does? Because I know I like to think that I'm creative but I know I can't make a film I know I can't fight and how has that helped you yeah well I think um, creativity just like you said that's exactly it I mean I think uh, you know I'm a commercial editor um, right now and I I've also done you know a producer's role directing um, I hold a camera every now now and again so I think to, it's twofold one the creativity to recognize patterns to pay attention to detail Kind of like Summer said earlier, I also like the, the chess match kind of part mm. of boxing. I like looking at it from an intellectual kind of perspective. So I think that creativity um, has helped. And then the other part is just like, I'm a freelancer. I have to hustle and be disciplined. Oh, like, honey. You know. <laughs> you are you, you're you know how the choir. Is. Yeah, so, but that, that helps when you, again, like have to wake up at 5 a.m. to go to training. Mm. Like, no one's making me go, you yeah, know? Like, right. I have to set my alarm and wake up and make you gotta do it yourself yeah. i love your nickname the slaughterhouse and the butcher <laughs> those are some old ones i might need some no, new no, ones no. okay first of all those are names that i would never have thought a female would uh, come up with but why those not these those names well so this is like a really old relic of the muay thai days and it came from one fight in particular which actually was a boxing fight a long time ago it's like my second amateur boxing fight but it was the bloodiest fight like Ooh, to this love day that well, i love ever those so been in. yeah and it, she you know it's a good fight uh very amateur level type of deal when i first started out but just real broke her nose real bloody so so what is your name now i don't have one i just go by my regular name like beyonce you, I, oh okay, okay. <laughs> Suggestions. Okay. I like the I like the slaughterhouse I, because it's intimidating. It is, but you got to back it up. I know that's the thing. Like butcher, wh whichever. It's you got to live up to the name. Slaughterhouse mm -hmm. is uh, bloody. Yes. Yeah, you got to get bloody. <laughs> Sorry, I like bloody. What is your normal day like? I wake up at four o'clock every single day, so I get up, go out of bed, um, then go to our first like morning workout, our strength and conditioning on. Then we go straight to our gym, and then if I have any personals that day, I will do personal training. Go and do chores, take care of my dogs. I have five dogs. So. Damn. Oh, yeah. No, that's, it's crazy. Five? Oh, yes. Are they all big, small? Oh, they're all big. They're all five oh. Rottweilers. 
If I walked <laughs> one Rottweiler, that dog would drag me down. <laughs> I can see that, Jay. Just wait. <laughs> you know, when did you start boxing? What age? So seriously, at around 26. Um, I'd had a couple amateur fights before then. I started Muay Thai at 20. Okay, so there's that. There's a common factor with a lot of women boxers that I've interviewed that, especially even Jessica, that they've started in their late 20s, early or late 20s. And you mm-hmm. started when I was 11. Very 11. Yeah, I was 11. So you kind of got wrong. <laughs> do you ever miss that? Or do you feel that a little jealous that your friends get to go out, do prom and do the, you know, the girly things that mm-hmm. we would love or even the mall and you can't do that? There's times of yes and no. Like I get a little jealous of it, mm-hmm. but... I've done prom, I've done like some of the girly things, but it has to do after boxing. Yeah. Boxing comes first and then I can do whatever else I want to do. But it has to like I have to make sure I do my training that day first and then but no, I I do get a little jealous sometimes. Um kind of sucks and I'm like I hate it. I don't want to do this no more and then I'm like wait, why am I doing this? It's because I love it. This is if I didn't have it, I don't know what I would be doing. I honestly have no idea. But you were in school, so 12 years old, even 15 years old, you're in high school or uh, junior high. Were boys scared of you? Oh, 100%. <laughs> that is like, uh, yes. Really? All the time. Yes. What did the dream look like for you at that age? Um, my parents were always supportive of me no matter what what I did and how I did whatever I wanted to do. As long as I put all my all into it, then they were right behind it with me. Um, but I think what got me like up was just how people would always doubt me. Mm. I've had a lot of doubt, because I used to go to Catholic school, and all the people there was just like, yeah, no, this this is not a girl's sport. You shouldn't be doing this. This is not anything you should be doing. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm gonna go do it. One of my deacons in high school actually told me I should become a nun. What? Uh, yes, I, she, he called, told me I should become a nun. And I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, no. I'm gonna be a world <laughs> champion, and I'm gonna come back, and I'm gonna prove all y'all wrong. As an adult who makes their pursuit into boxing, it's a whole different vision. Yeah, I mean, I think it's in progress all the time. You know, I I didn't even, I don't think I watched a boxing match until after I had started boxing. Do you remember what the match was? I remember I watched the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight when that was right, like, when I started understanding what the sport was a little bit. Like, maybe even before I had had my first fight. Um, So I think it it is a little different for me, but... I love the process so much. One thing that's great, I had never had like a lot of um, direct kind of instruction until I decided to go pro um, and went over uh, to my new um, coach, Trinidad Garcia, Unanimous. And I find myself, even when we are waking up at 5 a.m. to go, you know, do sprints, which is like not even the thing that anyone really likes to do yeah. the most during training. Right? I like being at the gym. I just like the the progress that I see within myself. I like looking at, you know, how I fought three years ago and thinking like, oh, for sure, I'm I'm better now. You know, I'm I'm getting better every day. So I think. Yeah, it's the process that I really enjoy. You know, they have this saying that if you want to go far, you got to take people with you. Yes. But if you want to go fast, you go by yourself. So mm-hmm. what road, what what path looks the best for you? What what path would you choose? That's a good question, That is Jay. a good question. I like that. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> it's the white cups. <laughs> Cheers um, to that. <laughs> no, I would want to bring people with me. I wouldn't want to do this all alone. <laughs> I like the company of people going through this and 
learning my way, even though, yeah, I want to do a lot of it by myself, but I want that help because I know I can't do everything. I, I, I know I don't know every single thing, and that's something, like, my dad has always pried me on. Is like, you don't know everything, so you're going to yeah. have to ask for help, and I hate asking for help. You got it. And I've learned hard ways of, like, yes, you need to take, like, the help that you're going to get. So I definitely have people around me and support me, and no matter what, just have people and bring people up with me. Mm-hmm. And the messaging for you is different because I imagine you still touch a lot of maybe family members, people in your community who are young, who are looking at you saying, wow, that's pretty cool that you made this detour in life to pursue this. What do you tell them? Well, one thing that I'm really excited for is like the fact that Summer started when she was nine, right? Boxing, like 11. 11. Mm-hmm. You go to these amateur tournaments or fight nights or whatever, you see little girls who are you know, six, seven, like really little fighting. And that does give me a lot of hope. I think that we, the best is yet to come in terms of women's boxing. Mm -hmm. I think we wait another, maybe even 10, 15 years and it's going to be a completely different show. I think it's going to be great. She said five. That didn't really answer your question, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, that is how I feel. When we were talking to Jessica, I made a bold prediction. I'm sure I'm going to get eaten up online, but that's all right. That women's boxing is going to supplant men's boxing within the next five years in terms of popularity, because it's such an untapped market. There's so many talented women out there Mm -hmm. who are just waiting to be discovered. Mm -hmm. And there's just been no kind of, um, thing to connect them all yeah because you know when they tell you when you start out in boxing you have to go down to mexico and take fights there's a lot of competitive women down Mm -hmm. there when you look at uh, other combat sports there's tons of competitive women who are in brazil and south america and down in that region of the world what do you envision for women's boxing i'm excited about how it's changing i mean when i first started it was very you'd rarely see a woman boxer at all or women fighting at all um, so now that it's getting more popular and more popular, I, I like that. I like it how it's getting a little bit more exciting and it's a little bit more attention to it than it deserves because before it wasn't. It wasn't getting at the end of much attention it was actually deserved. Um, but I do see it in, like, in the beginning or in the future, next five years, probably, probably being like right up where it should be, where it always should be and should have been. It should have been really higher. It should be placed higher, and everybody should be able to have a little bit more respect for us to have for boxing because it's not easy it's, mm-hmm. we do the exact same amount of work as yeah. the men do maybe even more because we're women yeah. Yeah. yeah for for you olivia when you look at your record is currently four and one what fight do you have you had that you felt that you learned the most from i'm really excited to get more experience and to keep getting like bigger better um tougher fights i think the tougher they are like the better i'll get so uh first of all i guess that's kind of, i'm always looking forward but um I think I, I fought um, a girl called Miranda Barber in the summer who is comes from more of an MMA background but has a lot of good experience, um, heavy hands. Uh, she, you know, has a lot of KOs on her record. And that was a good, it was my second pro fight and it was a really tough test. You know, we didn't go in with like easy pickings. We went in with someone who, you know, weighed in heavier than me, who clearly had power, who had experience. And it was a good fight. I mean, I think we... Um, I had to really like figure out whether I was going to make the game plan work and like kind of be a professional and stick to the plan and like get it done. And I managed to do that. So I think that was a good lesson of like, listen to your corner, like think while you're in there, you know, don't go in and just, um, just throw hands uh, willy nilly. Like I really had to 
kind of construct a plan and I think that's what we have to do as professionals that you know it's a little different from the amateur game so I'm looking forward to kind of growing those skills as a middleweight people I imagine you're very tall you're five foot ten you know when we look at uh, matchups between men it's always oh he's so much bigger his reach mm-hmm. is so much greater as a t- you're probably usually the taller person in your fight mm-hmm. how does that change your fight game uh, for me it's just really figuring out my jab figuring out how um to set that up in the beginning so that people don't really want to come in on me. And then when we're fighting on the inside, you know, I've been working on um, how to figure out how to throw punches um, cleanly with power, even when we're super tight in, right? Which isn't like a comfortable position being the taller person, but figuring out how to kind of move to the side and pick those shots and um, whip those uppercuts through and you know those are things we're uh, we're getting better at with every fight mm-hmm. you know I, when I was watching some tape on you I even told her I go you have a very good left hook and a right hand like Thank you. It, just it the way you throw it I mean you may not think there's power but I don't know because I, I I've never mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be on the other end of your punches for sure but um <laughs> I, I do see it the way you throw it and you are tall. So usually people will think, oh, she can use her height as an advantage and by leading with your jab, which I hope you do. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, there's one thing I, I it's always a it's a common thread with, with amongst women. MMA, you've come from an MMA background, but you all come into boxing. Mm-hmm. But we've all seen that some uh, the box, uh, some of the girls go into MMA because of the money. Mm-hmm. I want your thoughts on that. Summer, go first. I don't think it should be all about the money, honestly. Mm. It should be what you're passionate about. Yeah, money's great and everything like that, and you can put your name in the history books, but what are you most passionate about? you got to understand this is a deadly sport. Every time you go inside the mm-hmm. ring or the octagon, you could die. Yeah. Like, there's no problem. Like, people need to understand that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing that a lot of people, like these like YouTubers and everybody, like they don't really understand that. They wake one day like, yeah, I'm going to be a boxer. <laughs> And then yeah. they, 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 they become a boxer, and then it's just like, well, do you understand what the risks are? Do you understand, like, it gets me a little mad because it's just like, okay, now you have money, but you forget about all the people who's been working for this for their entire life. And yeah. now you're all the way at this top, like, line. You didn't even have any amateur fights or anything like that. So how can you actually get this, like, um, the experience? And I think, for, I for think you. the money will grow, though. I mean, that's one thing. Even, I mean, true. Jessica Fun and Rick dudes. have been very vocal about that. And yeah. I think Jessica has taken steps to make that more of a reality. Um, and now we see, you know, they're talking about um, Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall, you know, around my weight class. Like, there are these bigger fights um, coming up where I think the money will start to get bigger. And so it's not that there's anything inherently, like, better about women's MMA than women's boxing or like more entertaining. In fact, I think women's boxing to me is, is more entertaining. So I think when the money grows and I think beyond just the female fighters, it also has to be the promoters and the people who are kind of like sitting down at the tables, making the deals who, who help push this. Then I think everyone wins, including, including the promoters, including the people who are, who's backing, you know, these female fighters. Mm -hmm. What do you have to do to prove that we're fucking badasses in the, in the ring? Mm -hmm. Tell me. I mean, win. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. But you got to put on a show. But I will say, I mean, my last fight, um, you know, People, the crowd was like, 
they were loving it. They were on their feet. And I think for, because of the two minute rounds right now, especially like women's fights are so fast paced mm -hmm. there. We go at it like right from the beginning. I, I think if people actually um, take the time to sit down and watch it, they would come around. 100%. I definitely do think that like that we have the two minute rounds. It's a little bit more exciting. We're you not like that? Do you oh, like, I, there's I a lot of, it. there's a whole the discussion of like three minute rounds versus two minute rounds. Like Katie Taylor, when Amanda Serrano mm -hmm. said, hey, why don't we make a three minute round for our, our historical fight? She's mm -hmm. like, no, we're cool. Like, I think we can still do it in two minutes. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of other females believe that if we have three minutes and even men said, if they had that one more minute, we could possibly see a knockout. We don't know if that's true. Mm -hmm. do, I, do, you like the two minute rounds. Like you like rounds. it? <laughs> I like to sit there and I like to like fight. Oh, I like okay. to sit in the pocket and I like to fight, but um, I'm learning to learn how to be longer. Um, you got to get those rounds in, girl. Got to keep I that know. brain. She got to stop beating her ass. For I know. <laughs> I mean, that is a whole. That's a whole discussion. That it's just. I mean, it's easier said than done of doing a three minute round. Mm -hmm. Yes, we would love it, but it also comes with the pay. Do women get paid mm -hmm. a little bit more? You don't get paid. No. I'm sorry. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like if I'm going to work overtime, my ass is going to get paid for it. Yeah. So right now, two minutes is fine. <laughs> but um, if you could change one thing in, in boxing, what would it be? I think for me, this goes across all genders. Uh, I want to see the best fight the best. And I want to, <laughs> like as a fan, right? You want to see like the good fights actually happen before like five know, years right? down the line when like things have changed or someone's gotten injured, right? And I think, I, I don't know, I guess that's a, that's a business thing. That's a money thing. And I kind of want more people that are just like, I don't care as much about the money. Like I want to prove that I'm, that I can hang with the best. Like I want to, I want to fight the best. Do you think that the women have more of a more pressure to always fight the best in their division. I 100% think that because if we don't fight the best of the best, then everybody's going to kind of get bored with us. Mm -hmm. We always have to be like trying to make the big, the next big thing, the next big thing, the next big thing to, in order to keep uh, women's boxing in like the loop of everything. Mm -hmm. But what have been some of your favorite female, uh, ladies fights that you've seen? Mm, I'm trying to think of ones that I've seen recently. Um, you might have mentioned some of some of my favorite ones as well. I mean, I think that that Alicia Baumgartner um, KO was very impressive. I also I like watching Michaela Mayer. I was just going to ask Michaela Mayer, your favorite over there, Michaela Mayer versus Hamaduchi. Oh, that, yeah, was that was a, a barn burner. Fight. I'm sorry. That yeah. was it. Was it, they were throwing blows the entire time? And that's a great example of like the two minute round. I think easily we could have seen a knockout in that fight if, if it, was, it three? was three. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, I, I like her style. I think um, she's another like real tall, obviously a little lighter than me, but tall, rangy kind of fighter who uses her height really well. Okay. Yeah. So realistically, with your height, would you fight outside of the the middleweight range? How far out of your range can you go to make a fight? Yeah, I mean, I, I, 154 is super reasonable. There's some good opportunities there now. We just saw Natasha Jonas like move up. I think mm -hmm. it's going to become That's a little correct. more of a feisty division soon. Um, Hannah Rankin well. is there. I think Hannah Rankin would be a good fight for me. Um, yeah, so 154, I'm all about that. 160, I'm comfortable there. And I would move up, too. Um, you know, you mentioned Franchon Cruz, who I also like a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. 
you know, I think 168, I could do that as well. Really? Mm-hmm. How about yeah. for you? I know you're at, at Welter, undefeated yes. at Welter. And Way. she's the queen over there who yeah. holds yeah. them <laughs> belts. <is over. laughs> you know, you learn a lot when you watch the best, you yes, know, you when do. you're in the 100%. same camp. So 100%. what happens if you have to face her? I mean, we Mandatories. talked about it already. And we're, what, 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 cool what, what are those conversations like? If I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> so wait, so hold on, hold on real quick. Okay. Rick. If them two are in the ring, who who do you corner? I won't. I sit out. Oh. See, mm-hmm. I like that answer. I like that answer. That, not mm-hmm. like Andre Rose. <laughs> I remember he, he had to choose between Jeff I don't know. Some of, these, some, of, some of these trainers are greedy. They might be running from corner to corner. The whole time. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'll be right back. So <laughs> then who, who would corner you? Is uh, Probably somebody from our gym that uh, works with us, one of uh, the other trainers there. Um Probably Matt Hambrick or somebody else like Jimmy Vandeville. Okay. So, yeah. And you're young. You're, tw- you're yeah, still 20. You're so 147, baby, girl. Time. Well, but, I mean, just even for the weight. Yes. You know, as you get older, it gets harder to, to drop weight. <laughs> so, you know, you you are still have a lot of time mm-hmm. to yeah. reside within 147 or even 140 for the right opportunity mm-hmm. because you do have youth on your side. Mm-hmm. I wish I had some youth on my side. <laughs> <laughs> so, fight that. Must see TV. We taking the day off because we're gonna watch this fight. I really do want to see Jessica fight Katie Taylor again. Mm. Oh, I was you there. think that fight will ever happen? Come to fruition? Maybe after the Serrano. Well, if Maybe. she were victorious against Serrano. Maybe. Who wins that fight? Yeah, who wins? Uh, Duh, Jessica. No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, Serrano no, no. Taylor. Uh, Serrano um, Taylor. I want Serrano to win. Why? But because somebody needs to be somebody different. Like no, she, but is it one or you believe that she has I the want. tools? No, I want. Do you don't you don't believe she has the tools to do it though? No. Mm. Oh, why? No. Um, I think Katie just has a little bit more of a like in and out type of fighting style. Do you think she can fa- fight off her back foot though? That was a big mm. problem when she that's fought Delphine. Uh, Delphine, excuse me, Delphine. Yes, that's true. Um. Maybe not, I haven't seen for like her camp from this or anything like that lately. So, I mean, I think Katie will definitely win because she's like the higher part of um in her her, her weight. Okay. And then so because of the her, proper her status. Yes. 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 I think Katie might be a little faster too. Yes. Mm. You think, think she is? I think. Yeah. Okay. But it'll be a good fight. We'll see. We'll be tuning in for sure. Oh hell yeah! Hopefully we're there. Uh, Patrick. <laughs> oh, where, where's our camera? Bad if bitches in boxing be reffing. Exactly. You know, I can make myself available. Oh, me too. Me too. Babysitter, I got him, I got her already ready. <laughs> For the good of the order, ladies, tell us where we can follow you, beginning yeah. with you, Olivia. Where can we follow you on social media and encourage you and keep up with your journey and just see what the next steps are going to be? Well, thank you so much, both of you. This has been super fun. You Aww. can follow me on um, at Olivia Rose Curry on Instagram my main spot all right undefeated summer lynn where can we keep up with you um you guys could follow me at summertime shy underscore on instagram summertime shy yes oh how cute i like that i like that summertime it sounds like a jam oh yeah what do you walk out to Whatever. Throw some Cut freaking Snoop Dogg. Put that song. A lot of Kanye. <laughs> a lot of Kanye. Oh, there you oh go. that makes sense. But my first walkout song was You Got Me by G-Eazy, and I absolutely love that song. I don't song. know that one. Oh, so good. What do you walk out to? Uh, my coach got mad last time. I almost, well. <laughs> what? I, I'll do, 
just stuff I like, whatever I want to listen to that night. I'm like, this is what I want to hear when I go in. But I tried to to do in sync last time. He wouldn't let me, so I had to go. Uh, bye, I bye, went, bye. Uh, I mean, bye, bye, bye. you should. It would have been funny, but instead I did Jimi Hendrix to okay. appease the the old folks. As long as it ain't Sweet Caroline, you know. Oh, I'm playing. Playing. As okay, long as it ain't what? that. I loved it. Never. Now it's kind of played out. Mm-hmm. It's been played out. Do you know that's anyway? Never mind. Okay, but you know what? As the anthem, you could always walk out to Spice Girls. Yeah, I mean, always. No, nah, walk out to some pop. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tupac. Uh, yeah, I have Tupac. a wide variety of tastes, so we'll see what comes down the I can't wait to I see you. I can't it. wait to see you ladies in the ring. Absolutely. Well, I know. Well, you guys, ladies, thank you so much for taking the time out. Coming out of your busy schedules, I cannot. Well, Giandra and I cannot mm-hmm. wait to see you in the Damn ring. Damn right. Yes. Hells yeah. Keep that undefeated record. And yes. I want to see I want to see you in the ring. I want to see you use that length. I want to see some of those more the the hooks cuz I'm telling you when I said I'm like she's got she's got she's got a deadly hook in a in a right hand. I'm listening. But um and also your film. I can't wait to see it. She's Thank a film you. buff, so we're going to be checking you out for sure. <laughs> Thank you both so much. It's been such a pleasure. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. All right, guys. I appreciate you. This is one of the funnest episodes. Is that a word, funnest? I'm not even sure. We're coining it. We're coining it. The funnest episodes here at Bad Ladies. Bitch. Wait. What? My God, I can't even say it. The baddest bitches of boxing. Miss Yonder LaBeouf, thank my you. co-host. Olivia Curry. Summer Lynn. I got to say it. You sound like a porn star. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's a, you know what? Uh, 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 my name is Cynthia Conte. When you type it in, it will it will come out Cuntia Conte. <laughs> it's just, I just had to say <laughs> All right, guys. Tune in. I'm not even sure which camera, but tune in for our next episode. I appreciate you guys. I'm Cynthia Conte. And I'm Giandra LaBeouf. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>